Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Divas. So today we are talking. We're doing kind of our kind of our first mm-hmm. uh, real official one because last time we kind of talked about you know arrogance and humility, which covers a lot of things. We're going to talk about. So I guess tonight's our first official one with this new series. Um, as far as a specific topic, and so we're going to talk about um, being an overthinker versus. Don't know thoughts. An underthinker. Underthinker, <laughs> yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's kind of more, which Marina and I are classic overthinkers, which we'll talk about that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Um, but we're going to kind of focus more on social cues and like picking up on things. And when you're having a conversation with someone, the things that go through your head or maybe don't go through your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to kind of define social cues. So we're kind of on the same page and we know what we're talking about. So social cues are those signals that you send out or people send to you when you're having a conversation and it tells them your emotions and your intentions with that conversation. And it's displayed through body language, through the tone of voice you use and through the words that you choose to use. Um, so you can kind of see if somebody wants to exit a conversation because you might start or they might start move away from you like they're and like in church, sometimes you're like, you start moving towards the door or something. You're like going down the, the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like making that, you know, creating distance between yourself. Um, there might be a lull in the conversations. Like the conversation just kind of dies, you know, like you've gotten through everything you want to talk about. And it's just kind of like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, you might start looking around. I know I did this. I did this subconsciously, though. And people tell me that all the time. Like my eyes just kind of wander. <laughs> and so... If I ever do that, if I'm talking to you and I do that, don't take that as I'm trying to get out because I don't know why. I have wondering eyes for some mm-hmm. reason. But some people start looking around like trying to find someone else to talk to or mm-hmm. like looking towards the door. On their phone. They're like, right. oh, okay, I'm over like, this. And I know I've had people who it seems like they don't pick up on it sometimes. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then sometimes, I, which this comes in the overthinking, which we're going to talk about a lot, um, Sometimes I'm scared that I'm not picking up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's basically what an overthinker is, is that they just think that they're not doing, you know, not picking up on things or reading into something that's not even there. And like you're talking about the social cues, sometimes they are there, mm-hmm. and, but a lot of times it's not and you overthink and sometimes it can ruin a relationship. So, or a potential relationship. Mm-hmm. I know, like, as with me being an overthinker with everything in my life, um, I just, when it comes to this kind of stuff, I just kind of assume that people don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Or if they are talking to me, I'm like, they don't really want to be talking to me. Or I'm thinking, what are they, what are they thinking about me? Am I, am I making eye contact? Am yes. I, are my eyes wondering? Or, uh-huh. you know, am I, do I look okay? Am I smiling? <laughs> and then if they start staring at you real funny, like uh-huh. if they're really engaged in the conversation, if, if I'm talking to somebody and they're just like looking at me, and I'm thinking, okay, do I have something on my face? Yeah. They're like really looking at me, <laughs> you know, it's just, that's just, you just overthink every <laughs> single thing. Exactly. 
I kind of thought I was a bit of an overthinker until this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. We're like extreme, I feel like, man, Savannah. <laughs> well, we are, and yeah. It gets it gets you in trouble a lot. It's really, it's really not, you know, I mean, we'll talk about some of the good things, but, um, you know, it's hurt. It's hurt me more than it's helped me, I feel like, being an mm-hmm. overthinker. Um, like I said, it, it has been beneficial, but it just turns to worry and then stress and and, you know, when I met Jason, he was like, you got to quit thinking about this kind of stuff. Like, people don't think like you do. He said that so many times. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. And it's just like, yeah, just approaching a conversation, you know, you just feel awkward going into it. You're thinking, okay, should I should I go talk to this person? Mm-hmm. Am I going to sound weird if I do? Like, mm-hmm. what do I say? What do, You know, it's just like all these things are running through your head. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hurt me. Um like with dating and stuff, because it's kept me from maybe talking to somebody that I wanted to. Being on the receiving end of an overthinker <laughs> um, is very much appreciated when you reach out and say, hey, I know that um, we talked about this, but when you said this, like I need some clarification mm-hmm. on that. I appreciate it. When it it's, but you kind of have to build that relationship with people. Like right. if you just go up to random people and say, "Hey, you use the word it," I really need <laughs> you to analyze that for me. Yeah. What were you thinking when you said that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to be thinking, I didn't know. I don't know. I don't remember saying that at all. <laughs> so um, you kind of have to build that relationship to be able to ask questions, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's always better to ask than just to assume. Yeah. Know? That reminds me of a song that I looked up. It's called Overthinker. And um, the first line was, a person who thinks all the time and has nothing to think about except for thoughts. So he loses touch with the reality and lives in a world of illusion. So kind of like what you're talking about. like, Because I've done that to you before. Like mm-hmm. you said something and I go to you and I'm like, I just want to clear this up. I mean, and those little thought, those little sentences that may have been said will keep me up at night will bother me until I clear it up because I will just worry about it and it'll build in my head and it's not even reality. It's just, you know, it's not how you felt at all, but I just made up this big story Mm -hmm. on, oh, well, you know, this, 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 and it's all fake. When I think of people who are overthinkers and I don't want y'all to overthink this at all (laughs) since y'all have, (laughs) so when y'all have self-proclaimed to be overthinkers, But I think so much of it, it just comes from lack of confidence. Yeah, and for like sure. I said, I don't mean that negatively towards no. y'all. But um, <laughs> I know that's yeah. a problem. <laughs> I repeat, I do not mean this negatively towards yeah. y'all. Yeah, but it's it's so much like it's almost like self destruction. Like you're for not sure. you're looking for ways for people not to like you or something. Mm-hmm. I don't get that because everybody loves me. (laughs) Yeah, I saw this picture, and it was like this woman laid down. It was like overwhelmed in all these thoughts, and the image was called Overthinker. And one of them was just like, I'm not enough. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing this the right way. And and that's, I do that. If I'm doing a job, I'm like, this is not right. You know, am I I supposed to do it this way? Like, do they want me to do, you know, does it need to be blue instead of red? Or, you know, just the silliest stuff. It's just like, the person just wants me to do the job. (laughs) It doesn't matter what color I use, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is stressful. And it is from lack of confidence. You just don't, you know, it's it's that belief in yourself to just do something Mm -hmm. instead of, 
relying, you know, making sure it's what everybody else wants you to do. So, since we've already destroyed ourselves, <laughs> is there anything good that can come from overthinking? <laughs> or are we just doomed? <laughs> no. Marina? I mean, I think with the social cues like you were talking about, I mean, there are times that people are trying to back away from the conversation. They are trying to leave the conversation, not really into it. And being an overthinker, we see that super fast. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, they don't want to talk to me. And we can end the conversation and move on. Um, so I think that's a positive. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to take that as a personal attack. No. Either, you know, it also kind of makes you more of a perfectionist with things because mm -hmm. you're like, you want to get it done to the best of your ability. It's not just, you're not just going to do it. You're going to, you know, try to think of every option that's going to be and what's going to be the best way to do it. And take right. pride in it. Right. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Just that balance. <laughs> yeah, everything. There's always everything. We're, I think we're going to talk about with this series is is finding that middle ground because you're mm -hmm. going to have you have one extreme and another extreme, mm -hmm. and finding that middle is is hard sometimes if you're on one extreme end. But mm -hmm. um, when you find it, I think you know you're better off for it. Yeah, I think another positive thing that can come from overthinking is um, I noticed that y'all choose your words very carefully where <laughs> I do not tend to do that as much. And you're always super apologetic when you overanalyze right. <laughs> over everything you said and said, oh, I might have <laughs> slipped up that mm -hmm. time. So. <laughs> that is true, though. I mean, I, I, I have tried to see that as more of a positive because I used to really, you know, get down on myself because mm -hmm. I am such an overthinker and I would see it as such a negative thing and it can be. Um, but it is a part of me and mm -hmm. I need to accept that and you, you know, use it to be more in that balanced state and, um, you know, not tear myself down, not be that extreme. So Ava, do you think you're on the other end? I <laughs> think, I think that I can pick up on social cues. Like I can, mm -hmm. I feel like when someone's trying to moonwalk out of the conversation, <laughs> yeah. I can recognize that. Um, so you're the balanced, maybe. I mean, just right in the middle. <laughs> maybe a little so, more. Maybe on the, <laughs> maybe a little more on the. But um, you don't go into something like we do and think, okay, like all these scenarios are running through your head, though, right? Mine aren't with other people. Like my overthinking is with like worst case scenario. If the building falls in, what am I gonna do? <laughs> uh -huh. Like that's where my mind goes. Mine doesn't go. I wonder what that person's thinking about me. Mine yeah. is, I wonder if I can run faster than that person so I don't get eaten by a bear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm just wired <laughs> differently. Yeah. So yeah. I had an overthinking moment, many of them yesterday. Mm. I felt like y'all, I don't know if it's the hormones or what is getting to me. but Rubbing off on you. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. But like, I just felt like I was doing everything wrong. I was so mm. overwhelmed at work. And then, like, not my boss, but, like, the boss, the boss of the, the mm -hmm. whole thing came by and, like, pointed out something that I didn't do. And I just cried for, like, an hour. Uh, <laughs> so, um, it wasn't a good day yesterday. Yeah. But, you know, you just, I just had to, well, I talked to Dustin, I ate some breadsticks, and then I felt better. Um <laughs> I, he just was like, you're just going to have to do the best you can. And if that's mm -hmm. not good enough, then they'll tell you and right. you'll find a new job. And that's <laughs> the worst case scenario is you'll find a new job. <laughs> so one verse that um, kind of came to me, it's actually a verse that you've mentioned before. I can't remember if you did a Monday Motivation on it or what. 
but um, it's Second Corinthians 10, verse 5. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. And I think that that can really apply to overthinkers is that you have control of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. It may be hard to control them, especially when there's 10 million coming at once and they're Mm -hmm. all negative. But, um, you know, God calls us to, to think higher, you know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but our thoughts can be higher than they were yesterday. So, yeah, I actually had that verse like taped on my monitor in my home office. So (laughs) yeah, I look at it every day. Um, somebody from the Bible had thought of that was an overthinker, um, was Moses. And, you know, when he was at the burning bush and God was talking to him and telling him, you're the one that's going to go and save my people. And, you know, God was ready to save them from the Egyptians and Moses was going to be the one. And Moses was just like overthinking everything. He was like, no, I'm not good enough. You know, are you sure it's me? Like, you know, and I'm pretty, I don't know exactly how he said it, but he just kept going back and forth with God saying, you know, it, it surely it's not me, God, you know, it's mm-hmm. got to be somebody else. Um, and, and I think, you know, if, if I was in his position, that's exactly what I would do. I'd be like, all these people in this world and you're picking me like do you know like you know and I would lay everything out like you know I'm just not good enough I'm not a good talker I'm not this and you know and that's what that was Moses's excuses and um which God you know provided and gave him you know sent him Aaron with him to be um but you know there are some strong men in the Bible that were overthinkers and um, I like to think Moses overcame that, and, you know, because he became a really good leader for the Israelites. So, so we're going to talk a little bit about the other side of that underthinking. We've already kind of mentioned a few things with it. I'm just going to kind of touch on what that could be like. Um, Ava said she's not really, I guess, that extreme of underthinker. I don't feel like I am, but no, maybe I'm just underthinking myself. <laughs> so, what, so what would be the extreme, do you think? What would be those traits? Um, just some, like you said, someone who's not picking up on those social cues, someone Mm -hmm. who is trying to get away from conversations and you ain't letting them. Um, and, and also like, I think like extreme extreme is someone who doesn't understand humor well, Mm -hmm. um, doesn't pick up on sarcasm or, um, things like that, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Or even cultural references at times. Maybe. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I think too an underthinker, or um, you know, it, they just say what they feel like saying, and they don't care who. It, I mean, and not to say they don't care, but because I know that sounds really harsh, but they just say things. And they don't think through, like, is this going to hurt someone's feelings? Mm-hmm. Or did this hurt someone's feelings? It's maybe one of the biggest ways if you're having a conversation with someone and, you know, just being present and being intuitive in that conversation and not thinking about what you're going to say next or what mm-hmm. you're trying to tell them, but really think about what they're communicating back to you, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think that's good. I mean, I think the reason um, I am an overthinker is because my, I mean, my parents, my grandparents have told me that when I was little, I would just stare at people. I mean, I would... <laughs> And I've been known as a people watcher, you know, as a kid, like I would just watch, like if we were at a restaurant, I would watch the other people. And I think because I did that, I was watching people's interactions, how people would say things, Mm -hmm. how they're, you know, 
how their body language was coming across and how it was being received. And I think watching that, you know, like you're talking about it, and if you're not good at those social cues, maybe just be more engaged in the conversation and just start trying to pick up on those social cues. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be in your conversation with other people to start with you could just I mean don't creepishly watch people but you know like if you're just sitting in a crowd and um you know instead of scrolling on your phone just watch you know watch a conversation happen um it it does benefit you I think sometimes (laughs) but when I think of like an underthinker in the bible I think of Peter Mm -hmm. like he was very bold Mm -hmm. and um but like he did not think through his decisions right um but the one that comes to me is like Jesus like has a lot of conversations with this guy. He's mm-hmm. one of like the top three apostles yeah. if mm-hmm. they were ranked. Um, so, you know, Jesus is like being a servant to him is like, I'm going to wash your feet. And he's like, wash my whole body. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is just like, <laughs> that's not what I mean. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, and he was like that a lot. A lot of things that Jesus yeah. said, it's like he just took it to the extreme. Yeah. And Jesus is like, that's no, that's not I'm what I'm talking, talking about. about. Right. <laughs> so that's a good example. I know we're going to talk about Peter a lot, probably, because <laughs> he had a he has a very prominent personality he does, in the yeah. Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of polarizing traits, but ultimately mm-hmm. are used for good. So mm-hmm. yeah. Jesus taught a lot of lessons using Peter's mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever Peter Down would say his shortcomings. Like, Let me tell you this. <laughs> Don't do that. So poor Peter. Yeah. I guess the good with underthinking I mean, like Peter, Peter was a very bold person. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, you know, out there and he was gonna work and he was gonna fight. I mean, you know, when they were taking Jesus in the garden, he was like chopping up people's ears and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, because I mean, he didn't completely he understand. care what other people think. Right? Yeah, he was so to a, to a good point at that. And Jesus, yeah. is like, you know, this is not what we're doing. We're not having an earthly fight. You know, this mm-hmm. is something different. And it took Peter a while, but when he got it, he got it until mm-hmm. he started denying him. But that's well, I'm saying like story. I'm saying like after, yeah, like you know, after you know Jesus's death and resurrection and stuff. It's like, you know, it finally clicked with everything. Yeah. And, you know, then he was out there preaching and, you know, getting thrown in jail and he was still preaching. So, mm-hmm. you know, he just had a very bold and outgoing personality because of it, I think. Mm-hmm. I think another positive about an underthinker is that, um, you know, they maybe have less stress and less worry. Um, mm-hmm. Because since they're not overthinking each, each situation, each conversation they're in, um, that they are more of a relaxed person. And yeah. I think that's a really great quality because that's what, um, you know, I've always um, maybe been a little jealous of, you know, because I am such an overthinker. When I see someone who doesn't think, like Jason is definitely not <laughs> an overthinker at all. Um, you know, he's not an extremist on the other side. He's a very balanced, you know, I feel like um, he's definitely more on the underthinking. But um, but he's so relaxed. Like he just goes and does what he needs to do. And he is not worried about, you know, pleasing everybody else around him. He's not trying to hurt anybody else around him. He understands that. But mm-hmm. he's not worried about every single step he's taken. I think it's good to know, too, like, if you are the overthinker, if you are the underthinker, you know, mm-hmm. don't don't see those as such negative qualities because they can be used as good. And I think this whole series, that's what we're trying to, to you know, talk about and help you, you know, realize that, the qualities God gave you, I mean, the, if he gave you the overthinking, you know, quality, or if you've developed that through life, um, you can use that for good. You know, it doesn't have to be this negative thing that you hate about yourself 
or if you're the underthinker and you're you know you don't pick up on those social cues as well um, you can use that for good and you can try to try to just balance you know try to find that good balance um, you don't have to hate that quality about yourself you can love it and just try to find that good in it yeah and you don't have to see it as like a crutch like well I can never accomplish anything yeah I overthink. you know mm-hmm. we're empowering you to take control of your life and to capture your thoughts well i'm not going to overthink this ending (laughs) (laughs) but we hope that you always remember to be kind be humble and be self-driven bye